Thank you for listening to Upstate's HealthLink on Air. I'm your host, Amber Smith. We're going to discuss healthy nutrition for pets with Christina Pope, the director of the Health Sciences Library at Upstate Medical University. Welcome, Christina. Thanks Thank for you. being here. So what do we need to know about pet nutrition? Well, I think the most important thing we need to know about pet nutrition is that it's very much like people nutrition. Okay. And that a lot of the concerns um, that we have for ourselves, we also have for our pets. And it's important to remember that our pet's nutritional needs are very dependent upon the type of pet that we have, what breed they are, their age, and their level of activity. Okay, and we're talking dogs and cats. Yeah, we're talking dogs and cats. Okay, so do dogs and cats, I mean, their um, digestive system and their bodies are different than ours. Mm -hmm. So um, what's different with with dogs? So, yeah, so dogs are omnivores. Which means they eat everything? They can eat just about everything. Yeah, plants, animals, algae, fungi, bacteria. All of these are sort of okay (laughs) for your dog. Uh, But cats are obligate carnivores. And what that means is they really need a diet that consists mainly of animal tissues. Okay. Meat. They have to have meat. They have to have meat. Okay. Yeah. Um, In fact, our studies have shown that cats develop their dietary preferences while in the womb, which helps to explain why, why their eating habits can be very hard to change. Hmm. So if you have a picky eater, blame That's their mother. Why. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, well, do dogs and cats, uh, like with humans, um, humans need protein, fat, and carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. Are those sort of the macronutrients? Is that the same with dogs and cats? That they not, not really. Um, protein Protein. is really the thing that our pets need. Okay. Um, And carbohydrates are okay, but for example, if you like to run, everybody talks about carb carb loading. Carb loading, Uh uh-huh. You don't carb load your dog when you run together, right? Okay. Okay. Well, um, one thing that I hear about frequently are um, pet food recalls. Mm -hmm. Um, Pet recalls are a really big concern. Uh, In the last last 30 days, at least six recalls of food for food and pet treats uh, and one leading pet food ingredient supplier is actually facing criminal charges. For making pets sick or? Well... You see in the news, uh, the pet food, it could have um, bacteria. Uh, it can be contaminated with other things. Um, so because there's not um, a high degree of regulation in our pet food mm-hmm. industry, and because so many of the pet foods are um, packaged in other countries, this is it's a big concern. Um, commercial pet food is a big business with big profits and pet owners really need to become educated in how to look past the marketing to make good choices for their pets. So how do we, how do we purchase a safe food Mm -hmm. or treat? I mean, how do we make that decision? So there, there are two things. One, you, you certainly have to be aware of the recalls that are in play and, I have some good resources that we'll put on the webpage. 
Yes, we'll yes. put it on the healthlinkonair.org. And then the other important thing to do is read your labels. Okay, food labels just like on... Food labels, just like people food, our pet foods have labels. and But they are different from people labels uh, in that they talk about things like uh, meat. And they talk about... Rather than like calories or and, well, they have um, they have calories too. Okay, uh, but they have they have different naming rules. So, for example, in people food, if you buy something that's organic, and you pay a premium price for your organic foods, there are regulations in place that guarantee to you that that food was fed certain things or that it's really it's organic. It's really organic, right? That's not true in the pet food industry. So if your pet food says organic, it doesn't really mean anything. Huh. Except, okay. yeah. Um, and then there are other some naming rules. So with pet food, if you buy something that says tuna cat food, by law, that cat food has to be 95% tuna. But if that label says cat food with tuna, it only has to be 3% tuna. Wow, that's tricky. That's tricky. That's, that's really tricky. Um, and then there's the 25% rule where if the, the manufacturer, manufacturer can say chicken formula cat food or dinner, chicken, chicken dinner. dinner. So then it would contain 25%. Wow. So that's very different than what you're going to see in a human label. Yes, or what? It, maybe you end up buying something not realizing that it's not what you think you're buying. Exactly. So at what point do we just go back and make our own pet food and feed them real chicken or real tuna? Or mm -hmm. I mean, so that's becoming popular, or a lot of people oh. are talking about going raw. And you really need to consider the needs of your pet um, and your lifestyle. When you buy a commercial pet food, it's often kibble mm -hmm. um, or a can. And if it's kibble, I can give my dog or my cat a cup or whatever I'm feeding, put it on the floor and go to work for the day and come back. If there's still a little kibble there, we're good. But if I'm serving uh, my pet a raw diet, that really means raw. And so you have to uh, make sure that your kitchen is very clean. You are not going to leave that down all day. So your pet will end up having a um, prescribed eating period, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever it is. And then that food has to go back in the refrigerator. Right. Or, or, okay. or not. Uh, when you buy a commercial pet food, the, especially the premium brands, but most, most pet foods are complete diets. So they do contain vitamins and minerals and other things that our pets need to be healthy. If you are looking to do a raw diet, you are responsible for making sure that that's a well-balanced mm. nutritional diet for your pet. 
And you can't just give them the same thing every day, a, a piece of chicken here. Or no, no, just like get you. everything they need. Yeah, because you would just not eat a piece of chicken a day. Right. You know, you have to have your vegetables, you have to have your complex carbs, you have to make sure you have the right vitamins. The same thing with your pet. Their needs are just a little different from yours. So if a raw diet is something that you want to pursue, you definitely need to speak with your veterinarian about that. Uh, interesting. Okay, let me remind listeners that this is Upstate's Health Link on Air, and we're talking with the director of Upstate Medical University's Health Sciences Library, Christina Pope, about pet nutrition. So, um, boy, this makes it really difficult <laughs> to go to the store and get the right uh, it, the right food. It does. Um, um, so help us understand... Um, what are some of the things that we should be looking for in terms of um, treats for pets, um, choosing healthy treats? Mm-hmm. So just like people, a pet's treats should not exceed about 10% of their daily caloric intake. Okay. And so, of course, that's going to depend upon the size of your pet. Uh, commercial pet treats can can be good. But again, you really need to read those labels and you need to be aware that it's pet foods and pet treats that have all of these recalls going on. Um, Commercial pet treats also can have additives and they can be very expensive. Pets, they're like us. They like apples and oranges, berries, Green beans, pumpkin, carrots, carrots, peanut butter, peanut butter. Who doesn't love to give their dog peanut butter? Uh, my German Shepherd dog drools for carrots, and that's a healthy. That's a very healthy snack. Snack. It's somewhat challenging because I can no longer eat a carrot by myself. <laughs> one right. for me, one right. for him. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a good one. Um, and then there's some foods that definitely have to be avoided for dogs and cats. Yes. So just about, I think, everybody knows chocolate. Chocolate's a no-no. Chocolate is a no-no. Um, grapes. Grapes okay. are bad. Um, and grapes includes, includes raisins and currants. Okay. And the thing with grapes is that they, they don't know why it's bad. So sometimes people will say, well, I feed my dog grapes and there's no problem. Well, okay. Um, and that's a, that's a, nat- a natural variation. Right? But if you're not feeding your pet grapes now, you really just don't start. Okay. It's just not All worth right. the risk. Um, one of the things we need to be cautious of these, day- of these days is xylitol. Xylitol is a new sweetener on the market about a few years ago that came on the market. And you'll find it in gum and mints. Um, you'll find it in peanut butter. Wow. So and it can cause liver damage. Read those labels. Read those for, labels. Okay. Uh, and be and extra cautious with things like xylitol because on a given brand, it may be present in some flavors, but not in others. Okay. Well, I want to have you uh, explain how the library at Upstate got involved in the Healthy Pets Project because a lot of this information is um, comes from a, a workshop that people can sign up for. So a healthy pets project, what is that? So the healthy pet project is based on the fact that the top 10 things that go wrong with us are the top 10 things that go wrong with our pets. 
Okay. And we've received funding from the National Library of Medicine and the National Institutes of Health to develop a series of workshops, one of which is our nutrition workshop. And then we have a basics and an advanced skills. And the workshops are developed and instructed um, through a partnership with the Health Sciences Library at Upstate Medical University, the Fayetteville Free Library, and the Veterinary Medical Center of Central New York. Okay. The workshops are free. Uh, Information on which workshops are coming up are on our webpage. And that's healthypetproject.org. Dot O-R-G. Okay. And we are happy to come to you. Oh, so you'll set up? We'll set up. For groups? mm -hmm. If you have a group, uh, you know, a faith-based group, uh, a reading club, whatever it might be, you know, you can contact us and we will come to you. Oh, good to know. Well, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. This has been Amber Smith talking about pet nutrition with Health Sciences Library Director Christina Pope for Upstate's HealthLink on Air.